Chapter 15 of Stories of the Bible, Volume 1, The People of the Chosen Land. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Stories of the Bible, Volume 1, The People of the Chosen Land, by Miles Endicott. Moses's Vision. One day, as Moses tended the sheep on Mount Horab, there appeared beside him a bright light, and in another instant a bush nearby leaped with red flames. The branches crackled, the tongues of flame streamed up against the sky, but still the bush was not consumed, nor did it wither. This is strange, Moses thought, and he went up to the bush. Moses, Moses, called a voice from out the flames. Then Moses knew it was the voice of the Lord, and he fell upon his knees before the bush. He was afraid. "'The place where thou standest, it is holy ground,' said the voice again. "'I am God, the God of Abraham, and of Isaac, and of Jacob. I have seen my people sorrow. I have heard their cry. I am come to send thee to Pharaoh, and thou shalt bring my people out of Egypt.' "'Who am I, O Lord?' Moses cried, "'that I should be chosen to go to Pharaoh.' "'Fear not,' said the voice of God again. I will be with thee. Go, and tell thy people that I sent thee. If Pharaoh disobey my command, then will I send punishment upon him. Plagues will I send upon Egypt, and I will bring out my people safely. Still Moses was afraid. It was a great duty that had been laid upon him. He dared not believe he could do all that the Lord bade him to do. What if the people refused to believe him? Throw thy rod upon the ground, God said to Moses for he knew the fear that was in the heart of the man, and he meant to give him courage. Moses threw the rod upon the ground, and behold, it was changed into a serpent. Take the serpent in thy hand, commanded the voice from the burning bush. For a moment Moses hesitated, for it was a terrible serpent with fangs having deadly poison, and even the heart of the bravest man might well quail at such a command. But Moses knew the Lord would not allow it to harm him, so he seized it by the tail when, lo, it changed again to a rod. Now, said the voice from the bush, go to the people of Israel. Tell them these signs I have given to you, that they may believe that I have sent you. Still Moses feared. O oh, Lord, he cried, I cannot speak well. My tongue is slow. I have no words. But the Lord said, Who hath made thy tongue dumb? Have not I the Lord? Go, obey my command and I will instruct thee what thou shalt say. Take, too, thy brother Aaron with thee, and I will teach both Aaron and thee what to say. Then Moses obeyed. Timid was he still, but the Lord gave him strength, and he set out from the house of Jethro to deliver the people of Israel. And as he journeyed towards the city, the Lord spoke, too, to Aaron, and bade him to go out to meet Moses. Then Aaron and Moses met, and when they met, they fell upon each other's necks and wept. Then they told each other what the Lord had said to them, and together they went into the presence of Pharaoh, and said, Behold, the Lord hath told us to come to thee, and bid thee set free the people of Israel. But Pharaoh sneered, and said, I know not the Lord of the Israelites, nor shall I set the people free. Instead, 
Pharaoh called together his governors and bade them oppress the Israelites more heavily still, to give them more work and less pay, to punish them, and in every way to do those things to them that would make their yoke still harder to bear. The governor obeyed. Then the poor Israelites blamed Moses and Aaron. Moses went to God with the great burden of care now upon him. He was now eighty years of age, and the care weighed upon him most heavily. All this I do know, the Lord said, but have trust in me. I have heard the groanings of my people. I remember the covenant that I made with Abraham, and I will bring the people out from Egypt into the land of Canaan. End of chapter 15